2: WrestleMania 39 predictions time. I am Luke and D-A-D, your Jam That Champion, your QuizzleMania champion. And I'm joined for this very special WrestleMania prediction show by Oliver Davis.
1: It's WrestleMania, baby.
2: Woo. Woo. <laughs> <gasps>
1: Yes. Do, do you think anybody gets that? We do it a lot. We do it a lot,
2: yeah. I mean, it's funny because we did WrestleMania X8 recently for the Patreon podcast, mm. where if you haven't seen it, Big Show is at WWF New York and he's holding a little girl on his shoulder and he just says, WrestleMania, baby,
0: woo!
2: And during the big show Cody Rhodes feud that they had at WrestleMania, Cody played that as part of the You Suck at WrestleMania storyline. <laughs>
1: and it comes back to Cody goes, Ha 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's the it's the anti streak, isn't it? The the big show Cody storyline. Yeah. What but a story, well. Yeah, so we're not making a joke about that moment. We're making a joke about the joke about that. Yeah, and so every now and again,
2: we would go, ha, 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 woo. Also, when I feel like I do my ha, 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 it sounds like I'm doing the start of the Bloodhound Gang's bad touch. Or Shane Douglas <laughs> in TNA.
1: <laughs>
2: anyway, we're here to do WrestleMania predictions. We did WrestleMania predictions back when well, we started doing them. WrestleMania 33 was when we started doing WrestleMania predictions.
1: Our seventh WrestleMania. Yeah,
2: our seventh Mania together. I don't know where the time has gone, but we are here to talk about WrestleMania 39, a two-night event. We don't know when all of the matches are on each night. No, Wikipedia seems to think it does, but... uh,
1: Well, we've got... So, like, we know Austin Theory Cena is
2: opening hmm. night one. And Logan Paul and Seth Rollins is also on night one because it's Logan Paul's birthday... And oh? Cody- oh yeah, because he's a fool. Yeah, it was named after him, <laughs> April First. And Cody Rhodes is uh, and Roman is definitely Night Two. That's yeah. the that's the
1: main event. We've got the bookend there.
2: Yeah, and I and the, the rumor still is that Charlotte Ripley is the main event of Night One. Yes, uh, yes uh, haven't I been
1: saying that for months? That it will be the main event of night yes, one? Yes, because mm. it's politically the, the decision they've got to make. No, Even I mean, though the tag team match is far hotter. I was going to say you're absolutely
2: right. But it's the wrong choice to make in this instance. Do you hate women? Well, obviously. Like, of course, I just want men to headline it like they used to do.
1: I don't know what more uh, you want. They've been given great (laughs) storylines building up to this show. Constant hours of TV. It's main event worthy.
2: Every single women's match on this show. Yeah, well, we'll get into them as we go Mm. along the way. But uh, leave a comment down below with what your predictions are for WrestleMania 39. Also, uh, press the thumbs up button on this video. Give us a subscribe if you haven't already. This weekend, we will be doing WrestleMania live reactions, Night One, Night Two, and The Raw After Mania, which I think is going to be a particularly hot show.
1: It's going to be a nothing show. They'll save it all for
2: SmackDown. (laughs) Damn it, you're right. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, let's kick things off. Let's actually do this with the opening match. We know this is the opener for night one as Austin Theory defends the United States Championship against big match
1: John Cena. I actually haven't looked at Cena's upcoming movie schedule. Mm. And that's usually how you should dictate the results of Cena matches. Yeah, can I do that? Can you can you give your prediction while I just see his IMDB page? Yeah, I mean Austin Theory's retaining.
2: I, I think Austin Theory retains here. Uh, I don't see the benefits in Cena winning the US title outside of what a moment. Mm-hmm. Um and but also, what a moment. The story is, you know, John Cena laid out the story in his promo. Austin Theory sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like he's rubbish and the and crowd then he loses. The crowd don't care about him. He's absolute he's a useless tool. And people like John Moore. So I think that Austin Theory needs to win here because otherwise it sort of proves Cena right. But hey, maybe that'll be part of the story is that he's a bit rubbish. Well, what do you got? What's, what's IMDb telling you? Well, Which was once told to me by uh, someone who works within the Hollywood industry. An A-list Hollywood director told me that they refer to it as the incorrect movie database. So why don't you let us know what the incorrect movie database has to tell us about John Cena's upcoming schedule. Well,
1: his upcoming schedule uh, has a lot of stuff in post-production. A lot of stuff completed. There's a few things that are in production right now. There's... There's nothing, there's one thing in pre production. I don't know, that's a pretty light schedule upcoming for John Cena, well, this considering is, how many movies he's put out in the last couple of years.
2: This is perhaps true, but also he's been on one episode of Raw in this entire WrestleMania builder.
1: Yeah, because he's going to be around for <laughs> two more years after it. So, I mean, is that your official prediction? You think John Cena's going to win the US title I know, here? I don't know, I don't know. You know, because I think there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff that's a Bit predictable. And I do not mean that as a criticism. Nope. I love how Triple H has built this show, apart from the women's stuff. Or the weekly TV. And I think that predictable sometimes is a good thing. But I look at this show very babyface heavy. So I'm going to, I don't want to book all babyfaces to win. And now I'm talking about giving it to John Cena. And I also don't think you want loads of predictable outcomes. So I'm trying to think here. Where could the shock bits happen? Now, hear me out. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing you. It is a very WWE move to book someone as not worthy and then prove they're not worthy. However, mm-hmm. John Cena beating Austin Theory. got his name there, didn't you? For the United... I can't remember. Theory or Austin Theory? <laughs> for the United States title at WrestleMania which builds Cena for a title versus title match against Cody Rhodes, United States Championship oh, at Davis. SummerSlam.
2: Oliver Davis, you have worked <laughs> yourself into a shoot here, brother. Because I know, like, Cody is Captain America right now. He's Homelander. already
1: got it on his neck.
2: Slash Homelander. Uh, he, I don't think he's going to be good. He's going to be WWE champion when, there's, when all is said and done. Yes. Spo- spoiler for my prediction yeah, yeah, yeah. later on in the show. But I think for me personally... Theory retains here, proves that he was right and that he is better than John Cena. And John Cena immediately goes home <laughs> because that's why his match is on first. He wants to Yeah, it feels that way, yeah. He wants to beat the LA traffic and he knows it's gonna be bad when Mania's finished he was like, put me on first, and I can get home really nice and early then. Brock, Brock's looking at it going, Oh,
1: damn it. I wanted <laughs> I wanted the
2: first slot. Well, he's on first night too. Yeah. yeah. that means he doesn't have to go to work <laughs> on the Saturday and can go home very early on the Sunday. You know what? Screw it. Cena wins. John Cena, eh? I mean, if if you think that Ollie Davis is wrong and you want to prove to him that he's wrong and you want to compete against him, why don't you sign up for Wrestle League in the video? Uh, the link in the video description down below, and you can join us in Wrestling Prediction Warfare. It's a fabulous little service that we're running, and it's very, very competitive. Mm. We're really excited about yeah.
1: it. Yeah, it's the it's the conclusion of this season as well. It is, yeah, yeah. big
2: time. So uh, up next, also on night one, <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins versus Logan Paul, social media megastar Logan Paul is what they keep calling him.
1: Logan Paul wins.
2: Oh okay. yeah, rematch in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I'll do you one better. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking with. I've gone with this prediction now for the last two months, and I'm sticking with it. It's Seth Rollins. Uh, sorry, Logan Paul beats Seth Rollins at WrestleMania with the help of the Miz. Uh huh. It's Rollins versus the Miz at the next pay per view, and that sets up Rollins versus Logan Paul in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, or Rollins and teammate versus the Paul brothers. Oh yes, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. Either way, I think the rematch is happening in Saudi Arabia because Logan Paul is winning here. Yep, yeah, I'll go for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's probably going to be the best match of the weekend.
1: You reckon? I, More than... There's a lot of know, contenders.
2: Some, there are some good contenders I think
1: here. the Usos, Owens and Zayn is going to be spectacular.
2: But I think that's going to be all drama. This is What I mean by that is this is all the high spots. This is the high spot match. There's going to be absolutely zero psychology in this match. <laughs> it is all big kicks, big flips, big dives, big crashing table spots, big everything, big stomps. Big kickouts, big interference, big, big match that'll have the crowd going nuts. More than Reigns Cody. Again, that's all drama. Now, you just talked about drama. No, 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 this is not near drama. Near Falls, interference, et cetera. No, because it's off Near Falls, off doing a dive and then, you know, doing a dive and then immediately getting back up and doing another dive. I think it'll be, yes,
1: athletically
2: the most impressive. That's what I mean. Uh, up next, it's a trios match. Trish Stratus, Lita and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control of Bailey, Dakota Kai and EO Sky. So, rumours abound that... Trish is going to be doing some longer-term stuff with WWE. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Becky and Lita are the women's tag team champions, so Lita is certainly sticking around for a handful more shows. But they are talking about this, rumors, that it's going to be Becky and Trish working a program going into SummerSlam, going into the summer. Um, So where do you see this one landing? Because I'll be honest with you, for me, I... My interest in this is quite low, Mm -hmm. and that is only because I've seen Becky beat Bailey a lot and seen her beat damage control a lot. And Becky's promo on the Go Home show was, I thought this feud was finished, (laughs) but somehow this feud is still continuing. Somehow this feud has returned. And so I've I've got little interest in this, Uh but I'm I'm more curious to see how this match spins off into
1: the next thing. I think with the other... High-profile women's matches on this card. I'm at least excited to see the outcome. Yeah, like I'm excited to see Rhea Ripley win. I'm excited to see Ask oh, Asuka's going to lose. I just know it. Oh yeah. Um, but this one, I you know, it just feels like there's no stakes. It feels like the build's not been there properly. It feels like just a way to get some people on the card. It feels like sh- the Shield versus DX. <laughs> Not the, uh, oh, you, no, no, not the, DX, the, the, the New, New Age Outlaws, Outlaws and, Kane. and Kane, that was it. <laughs> or against the three lads when it was Seamus, Randy, yeah. and Big Show. Woo. And I also think this match is quite indicative of Triple H's whole over of since he took over Creative, because Damage Control were his first big debut at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah, it's Triple H's girls. He's brought in EO Sky and Dakota Kai. Oh, they've changed change the names a bit. Well, that's, 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 okay. It's still good. It's still good. good. Oh, they lost the first tag team title tournament. Oh, it's it's, it's it's still still good. It's still good. good.
2: Bailey's going into a title pregler with Bianca Belair. Oh, 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 she she keeps losing. She's lost lost all of the matches. Yeah. Uh, But it's still good. Look, she's going into a few with Becky. Oh no, she's, they're losing all of those matches as well. And they've lost
1: the women's tag titles (laughs) twice in all of this. This should be a huge match. Yeah. This should be the culmination of, Damage controls, nine months of terror, and Becky has had to recruit two legends to take them down. It is not that. It is just a filler match, yeah, to set up the post mania direction. Because See, there's, no, I there's, think,
2: no ba- there's no women's battle royal this year. So yeah. we
1: have to do something else. Uh, Stratus, Leader, and Becky for me.
2: <sighs> so I had, I've, I've got a bit of a wacky prediction for this mm-hmm. one. I'm going real super duper wacky here, so bear with me. Damage control of Sky and Kai walk out on Bailey during the match. Because I think this this match is the end of damage control. I think this group is over post WrestleMania. So they walk out on the match. They didn't want to have this match in the first place. Bailey was the one who accepted this match. So they walk out. So now Bailey is alone with three baby faces. Oh no, what's going to happen now? Is she going to get a comeuppance? No. Trish turns on her partners oh. and Bailey gets the win. So I think damage control do win. But this splits off into a three way women's tag title feud oh. Becky and Lita, Bailey and Trish, and the remains of damage control in Eosky and Dakota Kai. I like that a lot. Thanks, mate. I'm sticking with mine, <laughs> yeah. but I want yours to happen. Thanks, bud. Mm. So, yeah, I, that, I, I, that, that's my prediction damage control win. In a gargantuan singles match here, there are some people who are excited for this. Look, it's going to go three minutes and Brock will F5 Amos and and we'll all pop, but it's Brock Lesnar versus Amos. Do you think Amos is going to win?
1: No. I mean, I'm so... I'm surprised this is happening. Every week I thought, (laughs) it's a swerve. It's like Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. Yes, that's it. that is exactly what this is like. Every, Every week, I thought, no, they're gonna now that it's just for the heat, and now they're gonna show us the badass match that's gonna happen. Do you
2: remember, we used to get all those ultra chats in from people who'd be like, "You guys are idiots." It's clearly not gonna be Corbin versus yeah. Angle. This is just a misdirect before they announce what the actual match is. It's John Cena. They were. It's also. not gonna be Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega in the main <laughs> event of All Out. We're gonna wait until we finish through the misdirect. No, this is actually happening. And I I think Brock is winning. Like, Brock is my prediction. But I also have that worry. There is a Saudi show in two months' time where you could do a rematch. (sighs) So Amos wins here and you do the rematch in Saudi Arabia, which is what you should use WrestleMania for to build to the the
1: Saudi show in a couple of months. It shows how much Lesnar despises the prospect of working with Bray Wyatt. (laughs) that This was his preferred option. Well, this match is shorter, and there's less
2: spooky options in this one. There's no
1: Uncle Howdy (sighs) in this one. I... (laughs) Will they do a DQ schmoz finish? Oh! Like a double
2: double count-out, double ring implodes sort of thing.
1: I'd be surprised if they do the ring implodes. Because they did that at SummerSlam. Sort of, well, they had a digger imploded the ring. I mean, that would be great. That would be a spectacular spot. But I don't think moss is going up to the top rope to take a superplex. Or just just one bump. <laughs> Proc punches him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Referee takes the, 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 the big, big old flip up him, yeah. <laughs> uh Oh, man. I don't know. You know what? DQ. <sighs> so it's a no contest.
2: yes yeah, a no contest. I think that makes so much sense. I hadn't really thought about the rematch until we started recording this here and we were talking oh. about rematches earlier and I was like, oh, actually, maybe this is another one of those potential Rematch down the line.
1: Brock could win via MVP interference. Yeah, Brock goes away, comes back for Saudi. Yeah, because there's all those reports that his contract status is yeah, and so he usually signs from WrestleMania to WrestleMania because he's very smart. That's the time to do it when you're most in demand. Yeah, not the 31st of <laughs> December like everyone else seems to be. Shumps.
2: <laughs> uh, Everyone's on holiday. I'm. I'm going to stick with Brock winning here, mm-hmm. but that is not to say they won't do a rematch at Saudi Arabia anyway, that Brock will just win again.
1: Can I can I put Brock too? Uh, but it's because, because MVP yeah. would have... Well,
2: the other thing I'm hoping for is that once this is finished, we can go back to that Hurt Business storyline that we have just dropped, Yes. so we can do this instead. Poor old Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. For the Raw Women's Championship, apparently both of these are happening on night one, but for the Raw Women's Championship it is Bianca Belair defending against the winner of elimination chamber 2023
1: asker i think bella retains we've been saying this uh in in our wrestlemania in three words or less viewer review uh, prediction show rather which we did a month ago following elimination chamber we're both like bianca retains she's miss wrestlemania yeah and I think she's just... There's
2: no call for Asuka to win the belt here. They've done nothing to heat up Asuka uh-huh. winning the belt here. Belair's been champion for... Well, by this point, it'll be over a calendar year because she'll gone from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. I think she retains here. I think Raw's women's division is going to really struggle to find anyone that will feel like they are a legit. Because yeah. you could have done it with Asuka, but I think the weeks of TV they've done for this have been awfully terrible and... She's got no heat behind her whatsoever. I think Belair retained it. This will be a great match. This will mm. be a really, really great match because that's what always happens with Bianca Bel-Air matches. And Asuka. And Asuka. Terrible build, amazing match, and you forget how bad the build was. No one talks about Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair's build. They just talk about how great the match was. Young Bucks tag team feuds. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how terrible the build was for the Young Bucks versus <laughs> FTR? Awful it was. But the
1: match was incredible. Lucha Bros. But the pay-per-view match delivers. Absolutely. And I think that's what we're going to get
2: here mm. with Bel Air Retaining. Which brings us to our other women's title match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Equally bad build. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus the winner of the
1: 2023 Women's Royal Rumble, Rhea Ripley. This is uh Yeah, so Charlotte's Pro on SmackDown. Uh, oh, wait, she, the crowd. She lost the crowd. Yeah, yeah, saying, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she she The mask slipped. She is just so. Even when she won the title. You know, I, I said, you know, it's back in SmackDown, what, the New Year's Eve? New Year's Day? Something like that, yeah. It was like the last SmackDown of, of last year or the first SmackDown of this year. When Charlotte returned, won the title from Ronda Rousey. Just ridiculous. Something we had predicted as a joke <laughs> for 2023. Yeah. But it actually, it happened in 2022. So it must have been 31st of December. 30th of December, uh, SmackDown. She walked around celebrating like she was a babyface. And I, think, I can't remember who I was with. Maybe it was sad. sad. And he was like, no, 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 she'll definitely be a heel. Don't worry. I said, no, this, I know this. She thinks she's a babyface. She's not a good babyface. Awful. I think by accident, <coughs> she has accidentally turned
2: Rhea Ripley babyface. Yes. Because Rhea Ripley last week was presented on Raw as the babyface in The Feud. And even the premier shout on this week's Raw was like a,
1: I am here to prove Charlotte wrong because Charlotte's the heel here and I'm right. And that's what the crowd are going to do. Like my main prediction for this match is the crowd overwhelmingly cheer Rhea Ripley. Yeah. So it's going to, if WWE go into this with the idea of, well, let's make both women work babyface and they structure the match around that, it's not going to connect in the same way. But hopefully they're self-aware enough, and I think they are, Based on how they presented Ripley, they'll book Flair to work a bit more heelish. And really, at the end of the day, this is just about getting Flair's title reigns up. It's it's more about the amount she wins, not the duration she holds them for. So Ripley, Ripley will win here. It'll be really good. Uh, and if it main, you know, there is an argument that it should main event just to give Ripley that enhanced status.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. I wonder if this is a, a double turn match you know where we are going in with Flair as the babyface, Ripley's the heel, but in the build up to mm-hmm. this Charlotte's more heelish, Ripley's more babyface and this match is the actual definitive point Rear Ripley works as the babyface, Charlotte works as the heel. You know kind of like the Austin yeah. Brett double the double turn. I think what a lot of people forget is the build up for that. They'd already turned Brett heel Really? Brett was acting like a heel mm. in the lead up to the match, and then, like, that match solidified the heel turn. And Austin was acting like a babyface in the lead up to the match, and that match solidified the babyface turn. So I wonder if this is something similar, just not as. It won't be as iconic.
1: What do you do with Judgment Day
2: in that case? <sighs> I don't know. Your what, beloved Judgment my Day. Beloved Judgment Day, but the, they haven't felt like my beloved Judgment Day mm. for a while. And that's because they're all doing. They're doing various different feuds with various different levels of silliness. So Rhea Ripley's doing a very serious storyline. Edge is doing a very serious storyline, but no one is taking it seriously because it's very silly. Mm-hmm. And Dom is doing a straight-up comedy act.
1: Oh, yeah, but with a serious but with soap a serious, opera yes, twinge. But he
2: is a comedy character mm-hmm. within this. And so I don't really know what the group is anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, I think Rhea is winning here and she's moving across to SmackDown. Maybe that is, like, the split-up of the group.
1: yeah. Uh, soft Reset, Post Mania, yes. Priest and ballast stay together. Dom, I think Dom stays with them. I think Dom, Dom certainly stays with Rhea Ripley because those, oh. those
2: are a double act you do need. The, well, whole, then, ma- the whole Mammy thing you do need. But then how
1: do you have Ripley as a babyface? Yeah, you're right. Like, that's, the, yeah, more, that's right. the trickier one.
2: That's the problem, though, is you got so over because of the Mammy mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And like and Dom got
1: so over because of the pairing with Ripley. Like, that's what's led us to this, this heat. I think you could make it work. Like, you don't need to make Ripley a blue-eyed babyface. I think that'd be the worst thing for her. Just keep her as a badass, but Maybe. like like Gunther. Yeah. Gunther doesn't feel like a heel, does he? No. He feels like I'm a badass yes, in-ring that's dominator.
2: Right. He's presented as one, but doesn't feel like yeah.
1: one. Yeah, So you could have Ripley there and just Dom's a little, you know, gimp boy. <laughs> a little little bit of gimp boy there.
2: <laughs> uh, well, speaking of... It's a triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship Mm. as Gunther defends against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. This match is going to hump.
1: Sheamus pins Drew. Gunther's undefeated streak continues. You get a great Sheamus-Drew program with Gunther in the mix. This this is the start. Well, it's not the start. It's been going already and building. But this is your next three months Mm -hmm. of TV and pay-per-view matches. Various interactions between these three. It feels like... When TLC, the tag division in two thousand, had the three teams, and you're like, "Yes, these three teams are perfect together." That's what these three guys are.
2: I agree with you. Gunther retains. Mm. I think. I think the shameless, True Implosion is going to cause them to essentially lose the match. Gunther retains. I think. They, I think he's going to break the Honky's Honky Tonk Man's run. Yeah. We were talking about this in the office earlier. Yeah. You know, how long has Gunther got before he beats Honky Tonk Man's reign? And it is like, it's like September or so. Is six he, months. Six months. while away. But Triple H is clearly, he loves Gunther. And he loves the presentation. And he is awesome. Like when I was watching Gunther on Raw, I was like, do you remember all those years mm. where we kept saying on like WrestleTalk Podcast and Rest Talk News, he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet. People kept messaging up being like, you're so wrong. I don't get it. Like finally now, the man is getting his flowers. Well,
1: we we liked him before he was
2: cool. Yeah, yeah. We, we liked him. We, we were right. Yeah. When people kept telling us we were wrong. Uh Um, But I think Gunther... Play play the credits. (laughs) (laughs) Gunther retains here, and he's going to break the honky-tonk man's record. Seamus is going to be the man to dethrone him, but I think they will do it like one year after their Clash of the Castle encounter.
1: They run Mm -hmm. that back, and that's Mm -hmm. when Seamus wins it. Yeah. The reason it's so important for Seamus, just in case you're unaware, is that is the last title he's missing. He's won every other title in the company. Including like Royal Rumbles. He's yeah. won King of the Ring. He's won
2: Money in the Bank. Like this is one of the only accolades he's never won. And when I, I interviewed him in January of 2020, just after he'd returned. And
1: that's as what he told me. It was like, it's the only thing I want to do. Yeah. I just want to win the IC belt. And you think about the the years he then went on to have. Like his his matches through the pandemic and since then have been consistently outstanding. Outstanding. And it's the IC belt. Like Ricochet had it. They just, they just chuck it around. Why have they not given it to him?
2: Nakamura had it for a year and didn't defend it. He wasn't on pay per view. He yeah. was on pay per view in Survivor Series because by default he had to be yeah. for the IC versus US title match. And they still put that in the pre show. Why don't
1: WWE like Nakamura? <laughs> He's not on this show. He's totally fine. He's not injured. Just don't know. Yeah. Just don't get him.
2: Speaking of things that I don't get, <laughs> Edge versus Finn Balor, Helena Cell. I could not be more uninterested in this match, and this match is going to go long.
1: Can, can I can I just sort of put something forward that might make you more excited? Yeah, you seen the reports for for Edge's entrance as gang with Gangrel. Oh yeah, spoiler warning. Sorry, spoiler warning. Gangrel's going to be there. Yeah, well, we, potentially. Might get, might even get involved in the match.
2: We've done this. We've done Edge coming out with Gangrel. Like, a lot of Edge's things is like, oh, I'm going to do this pop. This-. You've already done it. We've done we've done all of this before and before. Did he do Gangrel? He has had Gangrel come out with him for an entrance since he's come back. Has he? Yeah. Yeah, d- he's definitely done the brood entrance. Yeah, but again, in the end, he's like, "Oh, man, how if people to see that?" No, I've, I've seen it, mate. I've seen you. Do, you do it all the time. What if Christian's there as well? Well, that's now we're talking. <laughs> but you know, it's it's <laughs> worth remembering Christian is better. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think finally this final Edge run here is going to conclusively prove
1: Christian was better than Edge. The tragedy is that WWE did everything they could to get Christian on this show, <laughs> but AEW just. <laughs> <laughs> They, 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 you know, ask ridiculous things like, yeah. you know, maybe a, a WWE would pay for the hotel. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've misremembered. Um, Gangrel reveals he called Edge
2: after the SummerSlam entrance.
1: Yeah, he's done the brood entrance. He's done entrance, the brood entrance. But I don't think he's done it with Gangrel.
2: I felt like he's done it with Gangrel. Mm. Oh well. Okay, I'm.
1: I will. I stand corrected
2: on that. Like the man in orthopedic shoes. I stand corrected, and uh, I still don't care.
1: Did you? Okay, here's another one. Did you hear that Gangrel has released his own craft beer?
2: Oh. Oh. Whoa. Now we're talking. Why isn't this the main event of WrestleMania? This
1: happened a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Huh? Tell me more. Do you know what it's called? No. The Brood. <laughs> Now you're in. No, I'm in. <laughs> if that's a feature of this match, then I'm absolutely in. That's, um, I, I wish that was like a Norm Macdonald-style joke that we had written, but that's yeah. literally, that's yeah. actually what's happened. I cannot put that over enough. <laughs> what an inspired name for a craft beer. That's great.
2: It's the most interesting thing about this match. <laughs> uh, even, with a, even with a gangrel entrance <laughs> that we have not seen, I just want to make it again. Yeah. I was, might not happen. I, I was wrong on that one. And I know also, it also might not happen. I've seen Edge beat Judgment Day mm. again and again and again and again and again. And having a 45-minute Hell in a Cell match is not going to make me change my mind on that. Because <sighs> I, you know this is going to go long. Yeah. This will be the longest match on whichever night it's on. And oh, I don't know d- if it's on night two. Roman Code is going longer with entrances maybe. Yeah. Um actually even with entrances on this because he'll get his big brood entrance, then Demon's going to get his big Demon entrance.
1: Boom, boom. Yeah. So we haven't seen uh the the Demon the Demon since 2021. Since he was beaten by God, yeah. Ext- extreme rules, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, would, he had the sort of fish yeah. flopping attack. That's right, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> so that was the first time the Demon had lost. Yeah. <clears throat> so I can't sit here and go, oh, you got to protect the Demon. No.
2: I I do think Balor's winning here, though,
1: hmm.
2: and the I'm I'm saying Finn Balor with this caveat: if Edge wins here, I do not know what the point of any of this has been, because if Edge just wins again, I don't know
1: what this has been for. Why? It's because he wanted to do a Hell in a Cell match, and but he couldn't in January because he was filming a thing. So, so you do it here. The Brood. <laughs> It's a craft beer league. Anyway, what's your prediction? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad I'm not um, alone on this one. I think it's going to be Edge, just because this is, hopefully, the culmination (laughs) of the feud. So you would expect Edge to win it. Yeah, but he's won all the other culminations of the feud. but this is the culmination of the culmination oh oh this is like the the end of Return of the King this is the this is the final ending (laughs) it's the final bit of tantric orgasm yeah and then Edge will go on to face someone else for a year
2: yeah
1: I'm going Edge okay fair enough uh, it's a WrestleMania Women's Showcase, not
2: a Battle Royal, Fatal Four Way mm-hmm. Tag Team Match, as Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez team up to take on Natalia and Shotzi, who are teaming up to take on Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, who are teaming up to take on Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Talk about just get them on the card. Mm-hmm. Twelve minutes. I didn't the crowd will be. I think the crowd will be pretty dead for this. And Ronda and Shayna win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. There's, there are three other women's matches over the two nights, and in theory, those should have been built well. So I don't think you can argue, oh, they're not getting enough people on the card, or you know, there's not enough time being devoted to it, at least in terms of on-screen time at the pay-per-view. Maybe TV is a different case. Uh, so this is this is just your standard. Chuck a load of people in the ring to get them on the card. I don't think this is indicative of like bad treatment of women. The other stuff is because yeah. you've got you. This is actually equality because you've got the exact same thing happening with the men. Well, that's
2: it. Like I said, this in my edited <clears> RAW <throat> review that went up yesterday on the WrestleTalk Talk News Channel. This is a this is a Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal yeah. by a different name. They've yeah. rebadged it, you fool,
1: because it's on SmackDown now. Yeah, but only for guys. Uh, I would. Uh, like, Rodriguez is usually pretty protected. Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville don't stand a chance. And it wasn't even supposed to be Sonya, right? It was meant to be Carmella. Yeah, what happened I to I don't Carmella? know. I don't know what's going on there. Natalia and Shotzi, not a chance. Ronda and Shayna makes the most sense because they will probably be the... Well, the, the original plans at some point where they would go for the tag team titles. Yeah. So I guess I'll go Rousey Baszler. The only option I could see is
2: Green and Deville winning to further the stuff they're doing with well, further the stuff that Chelsea Green's doing with Adam Pearce. But I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's worth them winning this match. Yeah, I think Rhonda and Shayna win, and I don't care. What well, I haven't said that though. The other one I do. Mm. Um, and but but also not really. <laughs> it's it's Braun and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders in a men's WrestleMania showcase, Fatal Four Way Tag Team Battle Royal, Andre the Giant Memorial Match. So, <laughs> well done. Thank you, man. This is again. Just get eight lads. Sorry. Don't,
1: yeah, eight eight lads. Eight lads. Oh, I was right. Yeah, yeah.
2: Just get eight lads on the card. Twelve minutes, maybe fifteen with entrances. And they'll just go out there. It'll be uh, a nice buffer match between two hotter mm-hmm. feud matches, right? But they had an eight-man tag on Raw. The, uh, Braun and Ricochet and Street Profits versus Viking Raiders and Alpha Academy. And it was so good. Mm. It was awesome. Because it's eight guys just going in there and hitting big moves. And, do, and it's Chad Gable wrestling with everyone. And Chad Gable's the best. So I was like, genuinely, I'm really excited to watch this match now because they did a match on Raw that was designed to make me excited for this match. So... Congrats to them on that. And I actually think this is going to be a hell of a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. I, I think what you're saying there is the the sort of quality of worker on average in the women's match is nowhere near the level of this men's match because you look at that and it's not just uh, a load of really good wrestlers. There's a very wide variety of styles. You've got Braun Strowman, who is just teeing up the choo-choo train round the ring spot to hit all probably ricochet as well yeah. so all seven other people Well, ricochet will do a flip over him yeah. as he runs round. you've got ricochet one of the best high flyers in the world well at least as a couple of years ago because <laughs> now AEW have shown us there's all these guys from mexico uh street profits amazing viking raiders great power moves chad gable's got your ground wrestling otis can do silly comedy. model can comedy do it. stuff it can do it all it's it's yeah it'll be really it'll be an exciting spot-filled match yeah uh for who wins, I I have no idea. That's a good point. I'd probably who's got the most upside, right? Probably the Street Profits or Stroman and Ricochet. But I'd probably go Street Profits.
3: <sighs>
2: I think for the sake of difference, I actually, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with someone else. I think you might be right on the Street Profits, um, but I'm going to go with. It's not going to be Alpha Academy because I think I'll do something with Maxine. I think go Braun and Ricochet. Hmm. I think yeah, Braun and Ricochet. That would, would be my other pick. Okay, with Braun and Ricochet to win this. Uh, but I think it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. They had a really fun stare down moment on the on that Raw match between Braun Strowman, Ivan, Otis. Legit, the crowd said, oh, mm-hmm. yes. Because it's like, oh, the three big meaty ones, poor old Eric. So I was like, oh, I'm meaty too. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of tag team drama, though, for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus the brother team of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. It's
1: my most anticipated match. 13, 14 years I've been following Kevin Steen and this other guy called El Generico. Uh, yeah. I don't know what happened to him, but Maybe Sami we Zayn sort of yeah, inherited the mantle to be with Steen. And to just see them finally booked to the to the full extent of their potential in WWE. We got it a bit. We got it a lot in NXT. Uh, we got a bit of it in WWE main roster with Owens' first call-up. And then there were a few weeks there with when he won the Universal title. Mm-hmm. Ultra Unit with Samoa Joe. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: And then also, you know, Festival of Friendship. They've, they've had glimmers, but this is like the most sustained awesomeness these two guys have had on the main roster. Now's the right time to finally end The Usos' reign. I think Owens and Zayn win. I think it's going to be a match filled with not just incredible psychology and spots and, oh my God, the near falls, but excitement in that it sets up, I don't know, a year, a year of them as tag team champions going between both brands, having excellent matches, and they stay together. But I'll give you a bit of fantasy booking for free, Luke Owen. Tommaso Ciamp is going to come back soon. He reunites with Johnny Gargano. That is the backbone of your tag division. Usos, Owens and Zayn, and DIY. And you always play the idea of who's going to turn. Is it going to be Owens on Zayn, or is it going to be Champa on Gargano? And that's your year. Oh! Can I pitch an alternative? Do it!
2: Owens turns on Zayn in this match. No, no,
1: Luke, no, no! no. <laughs> that, but yeah that Smackdown uh, promo I was like st- I can't do these segments <laughs> I can't do these segments where Owens is giving someone a present yeah I know that was like like every, I, a lot of people are saying oh what a great idea get the t-shirt out there WrestleZania everyone's gonna buy it now even though it's a horrible t-shirt <laughs> I don't know Cody Rhodes there being like hmm <laughs> I could do you one better <laughs> on horrible t-shirts have You thought about the American flag. <laughs> but the, uh, the the idea... Yeah, I feel like that is actually a foreshadowing to the eventual thing, where Owens is eventually going to give Sammy a T-shirt and it's going to be like, I don't know, the, the equivalent of, why is my name on here? Yeah. For the list of uh, KO.
2: So... I th- I think Owens and Zayn win here. Yeah. That's what the story is leading us to. Got it. All of this WrestleMania is built around the end of the bloodline. Sammy and KO <coughs> are united to end the bloodline. And they're doing that by getting the tag team titles off of them. Cody is looking to end the bloodline and end the tribal chief's reign by winning the titles off of him. Bloodline, end of the show, no titles. And they are a faction without a purpose. Oh. You do the big breakup angle on the Raw after Mania. Roman takes his time off. What do you do with the tag titles? Do you keep them together or do you split them? Because we've got, you know, we're gonna have the same thing with the world title as well, um, which we'll get to
1: in a bit. But what do you think you do with the tag titles? I th- it depends what uh, Triple H wants to do. He obviously wants to split the the world, yeah, uh, and I think that's that's a good idea. But how defined do you want the brands to be? Because I mean, since the last three months, it's been complete crossover. Yeah. I'd say since Survival su- Survival Series, <laughs> since Survivor Series, it's it's really been uh, a very permeable brand split. Yeah, I think so. So I
2: mean, are you saying that maybe like not on the Raw after Mania, but you know, soon after, you just merge the belts together and they just become the WWE Tag Team Championships? Oh. And you just have one set of belts that go between both shows. I
1: feel like the brand. I, I don't. I don't know how useful the brand split is yeah, not really. now because the happened to
2: network partners. Maybe
1: the way they've told the stories on Raw and SmackDown over the last month, I think has had a really good clip of it. Clip of it, and having like Solo Sokoa on Raw facing Cody, and just yeah, follow ups from the pay per view straight on Raw, the go homes on SmackDown. Like, it's good. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not like, I'll oh, keep the brand separate. I, I like it. So, I don't know. I, I don't know is the truth. But I, pro- I would probably soft dispatch of the brand split. I think I
2: would too. Like, Adam Pearce is running both shows, so you don't even have, like... Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of the brand split as well is supposed to have, like, warring GMs. You know, the original idea of the brand split was... Vince has got SmackDown and Ric Flair's got Raw, whichever way around it was. I think Vince had SmackDown. And they are warring, trying to sign each other. And then Stephanie versus, you know, whoever it was. Stephanie versus Eric. It was about mm. warring, about signing people. Even when they brought it back and they had Daniel Bryan and Shane versus yeah. Stephanie and Mick Foley. Like, it was like warring GMs. But Adam Pearce is just running things down. So you're no need for it. So I would just merge the tag belts together, mm-hmm. get brand new designs on them. But I think Triple H does not like those <laughs> designs because no one likes those designs. They're
1: horrible designs. He's got good taste in belts.
2: He has. Well, he's a belt man, mm-hmm. and apparently that's why the Vote said he has approved a new design for the world title. Because I think that's what they're going to do: is just merge the two titles together, and it just becomes the WWE mm-hmm. Championship, and we just drop this whole Universal yeah. thing completely. That's my that's my other bold prediction. Before we get to that though, we've got one more match, our penultimate match to talk about. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. They have hit this
1: angle out of the park. This is. This
2: is so great. It's perfect.
1: From Clash at the Castle last year, we're all in that pub. Hit your dad. Hit your dad. Hit the pop when Dom kicked Rey in the balls. Was just so special. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's incredible.
1: And I've really, really
2: enjoyed Dom's You're a Deadbeat Father shtick. His promo on Raw was so great when he just said, I thought you were a deadbeat dad, and then you hit your own slow. (laughs) (laughs) Still, I thought you couldn't sink any lower. Yeah. It's so, so great. Mm. Like, I think some of the comedy, I think, has been a bit of a misstep in this feud, in the build for this. But I cannot wait for this match. I think it's going to be so great. Dominic Mysterio, you want to talk about someone who's improved leaps and oh, bounds. Yeah. Someone who has thrived in the Triple H era, Dominic Mysterio. He is so great. Mm. Uh, and I think this is just chapter one of like the matches mm. that they're going to have. We were talking in the office about building to a mask versus hair match. There's got to be a reason he's growing that ridiculous mullet outside <laughs> of it's a bit of an Eddie Guerrero thing. Surely it's mask versus hair at some point. Mm but who wins this one?
1: Well, yeah, I agree. I think this is the like this is such a hot storyline. You don't want to just pay it off now. This can be the start. They used to be like I used to think WrestleMania, you want to peak all of your angles and boom, that's it. It's never been the case. You know, the the more Wrestlemanias we rewatch, the more we're like, "Oh, this is this is this is the midpoint of a feud or this is the start of a feud and this is the end of a feud." That that's not really mm-hmm. historical. More of a romantic vision that WrestleMania is the the grand season finale. So yeah, this is the first match. Dominic wins by being a snivelling brat, maybe does something to a family member and Ray's like, no, and he hits him. I don't know. I don't know the the exact finish. And then yeah, you build two. I don't know how many more matches you go. Three's usually the the sweet spot, but that final one being a mask versus hair, which Dom loses. I'm going with Dominic Mysterio winning here. Mm-hmm. And I
2: think you would then spin this off into Judgment Day versus Legado del Fantasma. Yes. Do a little trios feud there because they've been coming out to save Ray. You beat Ray here. Ray takes some time off. Maybe even like you write him off TV. Do mm-hmm. a big injury angle on this show. He's going into the Hall of Fame. This is supposed to be a yeah, special yeah. weekend for, here, for him here. And Dom and the Judgment Day ruin that completely. Beats him, big injury angle. Ray goes away for a little bit, comes back to do the rematch. Maybe that's when it's like, this is it. Mask, career, hair, all of it's on the line. And that's when Ray and I think you tease then. Oh, this is when Dominic's gonna get the mask, and that's when Ray gets the win. Mm-hmm. You didn't even have to do all the big steps around it and everything. But I think Dominic wins here. Because you made this point earlier. You said it's quite you think it's might be quite a bit of a babyface heavy show. Yeah. Like Bel-Air is winning, um, Ripley sort of feeling babyface. She's Logan going to Paul. win. Logan. <laughs> 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 Cody, Kevin Owens no, is saying. You're saying, saying um, you, uh, <laughs> sorry, you <mean> hit <laughs> really, really Um I think a big heel win here uh-huh. on, on <coughs>
1: night two. And it's what what's more important. It's a heel win that the crowd will be on board with. Yeah, right. Because they, they love to boo him. Yeah. Um, when was Eddie versus Ray at SummerSlam? Uh,
2: oh, well the the ladder match.
1: Oh seven. The, the custody match. 05. Oh, 05. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, that's a good point. So you Time just uh, yeah you you do the you do Dom versus Ray, mask versus hair at SummerSlam. Bill it as a, an anniversary of Eddie versus Ray. I, I think I think it, it writes itself yeah ladder match it's you know this start Mm.
2: you and i we started with this ladder match when you stole my father away from me because he even said in his promo on raw i wish eddie was my dad Mm. and like i think you can do some stuff around that i love that ladder Mm. match at SummerSlam is great so that brings us to the main event a single do it like mark henry (laughs) it's time for the main event it's a singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship as Roman Reigns defends the title against Cody Rhodes. So, Roman has had the belt for. I'm just going to have a quick check of the stats here. Has had it for 939 days as we're recording this. So, it would be like 940-odd by the time he gets to WrestleMania.
1: What's that in Gunther's? <laughs>
2: About, about two? 2.5? 2. 2. Yeah, it's, 6. it's like 2.5 guns. 2.6 yeah.
1: Uh
2: You know, he won this at Payback 2020. I remember. And, and you With said, that teeth. <laughs> with those teeth he won it. And you said, oh my God, they've turned him heel. And I, and I said, you're an idiot. Everyone was like, said course, I'm an idiot. Of course he's not a heel. And then the week later, he aligned himself with Paul Amor like, oh no, he's a heel, yeah. isn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because he did these spoil the match of Bray Braun.
2: I think he, I think they had a finish and then he came out. Maybe it was a DQ. Uh, and then it was like a week later yeah, they had so another weird. pay-per-view. Yeah. And he didn't come out for the whole match. Remember, it was Braun and Bray wrestling poorly for ages while Paul Heyman was sat there like going over contracts and stuff. And then he just came out for like the last two minutes mm. and won the belt. Yeah. Weird. What a weird start to this thing. But here we are. And it's, I think it's the end. Mm. And I think it's time to end this as well. What about you?
1: I yeah, I think Cody's winning. I think it's the right result. I think a Roman that loses is a more interesting Roman. I do have pause in that though uh-huh. because I've been saying that for for on a monthly basis for about two years. Yeah, and every time it gets better. But I really do think the stars are aligned here. I, I'm just so so impressed with. The creative forces here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman Reigns himself, Paul Heyman's got to have had a hand, Cody definitely, yeah. Sami Zayn and all the work he's done, Kevin Owens, the Usos, Jay's performance, Solo's stoicness, Triple H saying yes, no to various bits to guide it all through. I am I'm stunned. I'm stunned at how good this is this is elite-level storytelling in WWE. And it's nice to to know that W that I wasn't insane all those years, that the elements were there for WWE to tell the best modern HBO level dramas. They just had to do it better. Trust the talent. Trust the talent. And I. I so th- th- that's one big thing to applaud. The other thing is like the faith that's building up inside me for the company, which is such a, The hard thing to do, considering the last 20 years of WWE, that Sami Zayn lost at Elimination Chamber in Canada when I was convinced it was the right time to switch the belt. And not only have they made that now retroactively okay in my head, and Sami Zayn is just as awesome. Well, not just as awesome, he has cooled off, but marginally, like this is still good. But it's also fueled the rise of Cody, and they fueled the rise of Cody without people booing him, which is something AEW couldn't do. It's, it's, and to defend AEW
2: ever so slightly here, if I may. We did cheer him for a little bit, yeah. for quite a while actually. It was it was basically until the pandemic is when he started doing all of his really weird promos that when
1: we came out we were like, nah. Well, it was the uh, I saw Anthony races. a go go feud. Yeah, the the first thing was, um, but he was like
2: <coughs> so over as a babyface. Yeah. No, you called oh, him. he's my brother. Yeah, and I think we've got that Cody again mm. here, but it's because it's a brand new audience. and He can do all of the same tricks that he did with AEW in its initial run, like all in and all the goodwill that came off the back of that to do it again here. But yeah, this crowd are super behind him. Everyone was theorizing. I'd even said it myself on a couple of shows. Like, there's a chance that he Batiste does this, that you've got this super hot Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn, and this is going to really derail Cody. But Cody's so good. Mm. He's so great. And he's got this connection with the crowd that... He's going into this as the company's top babyface without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. There isn't a sm- there isn't a boo anywhere in the building.
1: WrestleMania, uh when we did our three words or less predictions, I was convinced Sammy would be a part of this match. And he isn't, and I'm not angry with WWE about it. Whereas in previous years, you know, like, oh, I'm done with this. I'm done with cancel the WWE network. Yeah. They have done they, they've done something even better than I could have thought of in my head. And that's what I want from these things. They're meant to be the professionals. Absolutely. I I think this is this is brilliant. It's a special time. It feels like when we were living through the MCU, I was like, this is a special time to be alive. Uh, this is a special time to be a WWE fan. And it is the end of the Roman reign. Long live Cody. Yeah, the, Long live the Cody Road.
2: <laughs> it has to be. This has to be the night where Roman's road ends and it's the end of the bloodline it's the end of a near three year long storyline that this company has done that isn't really going to end because I think Mm. I think Mm. one of the main events of Summerslam is going to be Roman versus Jay Mm. you know I mean even you do Roman Jay I quit match and you tie it all the way back to the matches they were having in the pandemic era this is not the end of the bloodline in a sense it's the end of them as a faction but it's just the next chapter of their
1: story yeah
2: and Cody, I think, unifies those belts and you just have one world champion that's across both shows.
1: What, announce some Raw After Mania?
2: just Because that's be how do you split the belts up? Mm. I'm wondering, I've, it's only really starting to dawn on me now. But maybe you don't. You just merge those belts together and you just have one world champion. <coughs> I don't think Triple H likes the, the dual championship mm. thing. And, you know, they've been pitched up like, oh, what are the creative ways to do it? I don't think there's a good, satisfying, creative way to do it. But merging the belts, what, that sort of works. But I don't know.
1: No one really knows, I suppose, in a way. Well, a lot of people do. They've been reporting it quite heavily. That <laughs> they're going to split the belts and have two. So you think they might still split the belts? Well, I don't. I, I can see the value of either side. But usually, WWE is a bit of a leaky ship. And their intentions do get out. Or at least hint of that. There's been no no indication in reports that it's going to be unified.
2: My only thing... Well, it is unified at the moment. Well, yeah, I... I know what what you mean. The only thing that tipped me off onto it was that report from WrestleVotes Mm. that said a new world title has been designed. So that leads me to... There's two options here. Either we're getting one world title and we're unifying both of these belts, legit, and it just becomes the WWE Championship, or two. We're splitting the belts, but we're renaming a new belt that is like... Maybe yeah. that becomes a brand new title, and that's what the world title design is for. Mm-hmm. But I I don't see the benefit in having two world titles, particularly not when you you're barely doing a brand split these days. I don't see the benefit of having two titles.
1: I mean, they're, for the benefit to play devil's advocate, they are drawing incredibly well on house shows at the moment, and when you do full touring, you will have Raw and SmackDown shows on the same night, and ideally, you'd want champions on both.
2: You, you, but you, man-
1: you don't need. No, ideally you would. Yeah, I think you can manage it regardless. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you hear that? You had that a house show recently with 9, Cody? 000. Nine thousand. Nine thousand. Denver. People. Yeah. In de- <laughs> Where's Denver? <laughs> and that's the that's the strength of Cody. Mm. And I think Cody's also the sort of wrestler that will be like, no, put me on all the house shows. I'll do. Yeah. The, the He's John already Mox- said that. Yeah. Yeah, the John Moxley thing. I'll do three house shows in a day.
1: And with Cena as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think you
2: he'll know. Do- <laughs> he'll do the work. But those are our WrestleMania predictions. Why don't you get your predictions in the comments down below? What do you think is going to happen?
1: So, so one feature of Wrestle League is the Joker pick. Oh. If you had to put a Joker on, which gives you double points, what are you going for? Because I'd probably go. I'll, I'll go big. Cody. Cody. Cody
2: yeah. winning. You could make a safe option. Do you think there is a safe option? Really? Actually, Bel Air, I think, is probably a safe option.
1: I don't well. I think the sa- I think the the safest thing is either Rhea winning Owens and Zane or Owens and Zane. If you're going to put it on a championship match, because it is worth double points. Mm. and Championship matches are
2: worth two. I yeah, I think my safe options would be Bel-Air or Owens and Zane. I think there's every chance that that Flair returns, mm. um, but I'm going to be putting it on Cody winning the the big one. Gun with the art. Absolutely. So, let us know in the comments down below what are your predi- predictions and what are your Joker picks as well. Uh, and please do press the subscribe button if it's your first time here. Press the little thumbs up button as well; it massively helps out in the algorithm. We will be back here on the Wrestle podcast, and I'm doing live reactions to both Night One and Night Two of WrestleMania, as well as the Raw after. Mania! It's going to be a great time. We can't wait to have you all with us. But we'll see you next time. I've been Luco and DAD. That has been Ollie Davis. Jam, 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 jam,
1: jam, jam.